Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Big Blue Podcast, Season 2, Episode 5, I believe. It has been so long since I've recorded one, and lots of stuff has gone down since. The Giants season fully collapsed. The rest of the NFL, not as collapsed. It's, it's really been a great season as a whole. I've really been enjoying it. Um, we have Week 18 coming up. Tons of great stuff coming soon in the playoffs. And overall, honestly, one of my favorite NFL seasons in recent years. I'm here today with my friend Jason. What's up, everybody? And we're here, you know, to do the normal Big Blue Podcast stuff, except we're not going to do the same old formula this week. We're really just going to talk about our thoughts on the season as a whole, really the thoughts of the playoffs, and just really talk about week 18, which is starting Saturday, starting tomorrow. So, Without further ado, let's get right into it. Jason, what have you thought about the NFL this season? Um, I thought that it's I think it's been pretty uh fun to watch, honestly from a fan's point of view, but um you see a bunch of these teams starting the season off kind of poorly, Colts and Dolphins, Eagles, and you see them all catching up and you know there's just been a ton of storylines outside uh off the field for some t- uh teams like the raiders now the bucks but like they're still in playoff contention the raiders are um but you know it's just been pretty interesting to see all things unfold for all the teams this season absolutely it's been one of my f- i mean at least in recent years there hasn't been as many years with as many storylines this year i mean even now week 17 Antonio Brown situation. It's 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 really been entertaining. Obviously, the Raiders' um, storylines haven't been as entertaining, so to say. They've had their uh, fair share of issues throughout the season. Um, you know, unlike most people, it's a little harder for me to you know enjoy a full. Like I still love the NFL. I love the league as a whole. But there's a stat that ESPN has been posting um, very often over the last um, few days. Jason, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to guess it has something to do with the Giants' record. Yeah. Over the last five years, the New York football Giants have not held a winning record at all. Not in any of those seasons. That would mean during Dave Gettleman's tenure, which he's going to retire on Monday, by the way. During his tenure, he didn't have a winning record once over a four-season tenure. That's disgusting. That's like well, I think disc- Giants fans should be a little bit happy to see that he's retiring, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's a forced retirement. It's not really his choice, so it's at the end of the day, is actually what we want. He deserves to get fired. At the same time, though, I can't root for anyone to lose their employment. Now, Jason, overall, I would say a great NFL season is one that has playoffs and the questions about the playoffs that go up until the end of the season. Yeah, Your Eagles clinched the playoffs last week. I'm very happy for them. They've worked hard. It's been a great season for them. A kind of a surprise for Sirianni in his first year, but a team that was projected to win two, anywhere from two to four games, really making the playoffs, it is very cool to see. And although I don't really yeah. enjoy the oh, – sorry, what would you say? Uh, no, I was going to say, you know, there were a bunch of people before the season, an, uh, before the season analysts, uh, people on talk shows having – People on Eagles. podcasts. Yeah, they were just having the Eagles have the worst season, be the worst team in the NFC, and, you know – I mean, we didn't start off the season too hot. It looked like it was going downhill from there and that we were going to be trapped in a rebuild for years to come. But, I mean, I mean, the Eagles fans just straight up bullied Nick Sirianni into rushing the ball, and now we're basically breaking all of our season franchise records. And it's, 
the number one team in rushing in the NFL, and nobody can stop us right now. So it's, it's true. That been, you, watch. The, the Eagles fans should win um, Coach of the Year, to be honest. They're the reason the yeah. ball is being run. Now, yeah. the yeah, Eagles and their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, he was a big question mark going into the season. Now, my opinion, I, I'm still not very high on Jalen Hurts. I think he's about an average quarterback in this league. And I think he's going to stay anywhere from that, really that top, I'd say, 17 to 14 range over the next few years. But he's definitely exceeded expectations, even being voted as a Pro Bowl alternate. So congrats to the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Now, another team I really wanted to cover, at least today, and they've really interested me the whole season. Actually, there's two, but they're really in the NFC, are the Rams. This season, I mean, really the rest of the country. The Rams have basically been that Golden State Warriors, at least star power-wise, team in the NFL. Like, kind of all the big names coming together on a team, big trades. Um, and I don't think it's worked out as well as it was expected to, but they're scary. They're going to go far in the playoffs, in my opinion. What do you think? Um, I I think they're going to do pretty well. I feel like they're kind of in a situation where they're like, they put everything in this into the season. I don't think they have that much cap space after the season, so... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they're able to hold on to. I know, I think this is the last uh, year on Von Miller's contract that they picked up. Uh, so, I mean, I think they're kind of a must-win situation right here. So, I I, I think they're going to win a few games in the playoffs. Maybe get to that NFC Championship game. Um, but, I mean, I guess, I guess it all comes down to what happens this week. See if they can clinch a division. Yeah, I agree with you. I do think they will clinch the division, though. Um... Now, I want to get to the – well, I, I want to talk about the Packers, but I'm going to save the Packers for a little bit. There's a team – if there's – okay. I was thinking about which one to ask you. I'm asking this. If you could choose one AFC team to come out of the AFC, who are you picking? What, what do you mean by that? So, I'm going to ask you who your NFC pick is to go to the Super Bowl and who your AFC pick is to go to the Super Bowl. What's your AFC pick? Oh, this is really tough. AFC, who do I have going to the Super Bowl? Let's see. Um, I really think that... Okay, so the Chiefs have been really, really, really on and off this season. And I really don't know how I feel about them. I'm pretty high on the Bengals right now. I think that they're going to win at least a game. Um, however, having Derrick Henry back... Even though Tannehill has been struggling a little bit, and they've been in, they've had a lot of injuries to their wide receivers, I might have to take the Titans. I might have to take really? the Titans. So I've been high. That's an interesting choice, and I actually feel that the Titans are gonna. I feel like the Titans are gonna be in a championship game. Yeah. I don't know I mean, if they'll win. Winning, winning games without their best players. So. So for the last few years, at least since Tannehill arrived, I've always been very high on the Titans. I thought they were going to make the Super Bowl in twenty of my playoff predictions that year. I think it was the twenty nineteen season. My playoff predictions were the Titans going to the Super Bowl, and I was a lot closer than most people probably thought I was going to be. And I was very proud of that prediction. I thought, I really think that core sh- should win a Super Bowl. But I just don't think this is the year they do it. And I, I, I've been wrong many times in my life. I'm probably going to listen to this in like a month, and I'll probably be wrong. But if I really had to pick a sleeper team in the AFC, it really comes down to two, and neither of them have clinched a playoff berth yet. 
I'm thinking of the Colts and the Colts. Chargers and the Colts. They're really what I'm thinking about. So, I actually think that the Chargers are going to lose this week, and I think the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. I, really? I think it's going to be shocking. Raiders at home, I know it doesn't mean much because they don't have too many fans in Las Vegas, but I really think that the Raiders are going to play their butts off and make it to the playoffs. I agree. Well, actually, no, I don't agree. But I'm, but I think it's going to be a great game. That's really all it's going to be. I definitely think it's going to be a good game. But eventually, or at the end of it, I think the Raiders are definitely. I I really think the Raiders are going to come out of it. Uh, I think Derek Carr is extremely underrated, and he gets a lot of hate for things that are not his fault. Now, if you had to pick a team coming out of the NFC, who would you pick? Hmm. If I. So the Cardinals, they started off the season pretty strong. They haven't looked amazing as of late, even though they just demolished the Cowboys. Um, I think the Packers look really good, even though we all know what happens when they make it to the NFC Championship. <laughs> and I, I, it pains me to say, but I, I like the Cowboys, but mm-hmm. we all know what happens in their postseason. So, well, do we I'm really like the Cowboys, Jason? Do we really like the Cowboys? <laughs> I, I I do not like the Cowboys, but I like them in this situation. However, I think this is not too much of a bold prediction, but I think that the Packers are going to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I was having a conversation with my dad, and we were both talking about it, and we both agreed the Packers are the team to beat. And Aaron Rodgers, this just I said this last year, but there's just something about this year that just feels like it's the Packers' year. Like, after week one, and they got blown out. They've gotten their um, their stuff together, and I think they're ready to go on a big run. Yeah. So I'm, I really. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, no, no. All you. Um, another thing for playoff implications though in the NFC, I really think that the Saints might. I think the Saints might pull it off. You know, if they win this week, and if the Rams beat the 49ers, and the Rams are booted, Saints are in, and then the Eagles would be the six seed. Saints would be the seven seed since the Eagles have a tiebreaker. I, I, th- I think you meant. Really um, I, I think you meant Niners being booted, but I yes, I totally agree. Yeah, it'd be, a very, be a very interesting scenario. Now, I have to. I really have to ask you this question because I think we might have talked about this earlier in the season, but. How do you feel that we're going to week 18 and not the wild card round? Um, it, I mean, it definitely feels a bit interesting because I keep seeing all these tweets like the one year ago today, five years ago today. I see it in my memories too. So it's a little bit interesting that we're not playing football yet this at this time in January. But, you know, um, I really like how they add another game and fans get more to watch. And Because uh, everybody, everybody at the end of the season, they're just dying for more football. I know for – one I definitely was for a few months, so I I just love seeing more football, you know. I absolutely agree with you. Now, I wanted to save some time to really have a little rant, so if you wouldn't mind, I'm gonna have to take the floor here. Go right ahead. What in the world happened to the New York Giants? I mean, going into this season, we had high hopes. We were supposed to be better than those dudes in Philadelphia. Much better, in fact. We went all out in free agency. They went out, got the number one receiver in free agency, the best corner in free agency. They went after all the little pieces. They traded back in the draft. They picked up the speedy receiver, shifty receiver, who had a 190-yard receiving game, mind you. Built, brought in all these weapons for Joe Judge, who last year 
kept a one and seven team engaged and got them to six and ten, and almost got them to the playoffs when something horrible happened that we don't need to talk about. Now, the Giants this year not only have it been a disappointment, it's been a colossal disaster. I mean, from top to bottom, it's probably been the worst Giants season I've ever experienced. Even worse than 2017, where we benched Eli for Geno Smith. And it's hard to beat that. Very hard to beat that. And going into week 18, I don't know what I'm excited for. I mean, Jake Fromm, who in his first career start, I think was 6 of 17, and had like 18 passing yards, is about to start versus a team coming off a tough loss that eliminated them from the playoffs. Like, this is not ideal for the Giants. And Joe Judge, although we've been blown out the last four weeks, or actually five weeks, has been guaranteed his job for next season. I, I, I mean, I don't know if Judge is the guy, but you can't guarantee a coach who's been blown out week by week for the last four weeks, the Giants fans have been some of the best in the league. And now it's been nine. I think it's no, it's 10 out of the last 11 years where we haven't made the playoffs because even the year before the Super Bowl, we didn't make the playoffs. So actually it's like two out of the last 12. This team has been irrelevant. New York football has been irrelevant. It's disgusting. And there needs to be a turnaround soon. Dave Gettleman is supposed to retire on Monday, but I don't know if that's going to be enough. The Giants need a savior. They need Russell Wilson. They need a new – they just need, a, really, a clean slate. And Daniel really Jones like, is not the – I really wait, feel like this comes down – really feel like this comes down to quarterback situation. I mean, Daniel Jones, I feel like he had a pretty decent season this year. Um, and I feel like part of the reason why he had such a good season or a little bit of a good season is because his experience. Maybe that's why he did a little bit better than uh, – I would I wouldn't say a little bit better, but a decent amount better than. No, from, I think a whole of a lot better. Yeah, I, I mean they definitely did, he definitely did a lot better. I mean, still though, you're not really seeing that development that you want to see in a quarterback this far into his career, and I I really don't know how much longer Daniel Jones really I I don't know how much longer he has a starting spot uh, for. So it's gonna be interesting to see what the Giants do. In the well, if, year I just have to step it. in on the Daniel Jones question. Number one, earlier in the season, I don't know if you remember. I think it was like right before that Dallas game where he had that horrible concussion. He was playing like really well. That Washington game on Thursday Night Football, he played an incredible game. And the Giants weren't able to secure it. But he himself had one of the best games I've seen from a quarterback this season. He had the Saints game where he threw 400 yards and led a comeback in the fourth quarter. He had the Week 3 game versus Atlanta where he was perfectly fine. And then in Dallas, he got that concussion and his whole season went out of whack. And I truly feel that the Giants not only have failed themselves as a team, but they failed Daniel Jones. And I don't know if it's Daniel Jones is the problem. I think it's truly the Giants are the problem. So if Daniel Jones gets traded somewhere else, I know he'll succeed. That's the truth. People like to blame Daniel Jones, but clearly when people over the whole season were saying, let's bench Daniel Jones for Mike Glennon, start from over Jones when he came in. Clearly, Jones is not the issue. It's the surrounding pieces because Glennon should at the minimum should be able to be fine with the pieces, not the worst quarterback in the league. Truly. So how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I definitely feel like there are some missing pieces that I feel like he would succeed a little bit. Specifically more. an interior offensive line. line. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Giants O-line definitely abysmal, probably bottom five in the league, if not the worst. Once so, again, every year it seems. If they're able to do something to help them get more depth, then you never know what's going to happen. See if they can give Jones another go. Um, Pickens got out some prospects in the draft, and I don't know. I really, I really feel like I, I don't really remember what happened last year in the draft. But if they, if they kept their pick, would they have been able to get uh, Slater? Oh yes. The, yes, they I, were. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's really going to go down as something that they wish that they had back. I know that they got another pick out of it, but depending on how they draft and uh, how their players do that they draft this year, um, I but, think that it's really going to be something that Giants fans might be kicking themselves out. Oh uh, no, we are. We, we're, we're currently kicking ourselves over it. Yeah, I mean, even even the Eagles, like not really the Eagles, but even there were there were more prospects in the draft that were pretty good players. I mean, Landon Dickerson, second round pick for the Eagles. He's done more this season than Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith has done Aziz Alujawari has done more than Kadarius Tony with the Giants yeah. second round selection. That's another Dickerson great thing. Has, has been pretty good. You know, that might be another thing that uh, Giants fans will be kicking themselves because of, yeah. especially because they play him two times a year and they have to remember well, that they If, if I could step in here, there's two things the Giants fans, we, we at least can be positive about this year. Number one, Xavier McKinney's emergence as one of the top safeties in the game has been great to see. His development has been great. And Andrew Thomas, our fourth pick last year, who most many people thought was going to be a bust, has turned into one of the better tackles in the league. He's only allowed one sack the whole season. It's pretty incredible how far that turnaround is. So the Giants at least will have a franchise left tackle and have to replace the other four linemen on the right. And truly, as much of a disaster as this Giants season has been, at least I can say we'll get better. At least they'll get better someday. I have to have that belief. I mean, that's I guess that's something that everyone uh, – a belief that everyone wants to have in their team. Um, I wish the best of luck to the Giants. Not really. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll figure things out with new GM. Um, yeah. Oh. And if the Giants dare hire someone in-house, there will be riots. That's all I got to say. Now, to really finish off the podcast, I just want to ask a couple more questions. I know we still have one more week left in the season, but this is the time where we can really talk about our award predictions. And there's one award that's more important than all the other awards. Other than the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That's a very important award. But I'm talking about... Yeah. So... Who do you think is going to win the Most Valuable Player Award? Oh, boy. This is a really interesting question. Okay. I'll um, take – do you want me to take yeah, the I'm floor? Okay. okay. I know what you're going to say, but I, I need some time to think. Well, well, people don't know what I'm going to say. So, with my MVP – if I had an MVP vote, I would be voting Aaron Rodgers to win the award. His efficiency this year, the storyline, 13-2 and record with him playing, 35 touchdown, four interception ratio – 3,900 yards, which to most isn't really a lot of yards. But for Aaron Rodgers at this point in the season, that's really just about an normal amount of yards. But he's so efficient with the football that he doesn't need to throw a lot of yards. That's why Tom Brady, as much as Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, obviously. But the way Rodgers' play style works, he doesn't need to throw a lot of yards to be effective. And that's, and truly, this has been another masterclass year from him. And he should definitely win his second straight MVP. 
Obviously, he's had his fair share of off-the-field controversy, but that's not what the MVP award is about. Um, what do you think, Jason? I go with a little bit of a dark horse, not too much of a dark horse, but um, I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup. He's had an amazing season, leading the league in reception yards, touchdown catches, and he—I mean, he's 300 yards in front of the second place in the uh, in most yards. Um, I, I mean. He's just doing amazing, and he's in track for the first uh, receiving triple crown of all time, and that's pretty dang impressive. Not I, you I know it usually goes to a quarterback, but Cooper Cup definitely a guy to watch out for. I think that he might have a chance. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I don't think a wide receiver has ever won the MVP award, which I think that yeah. should change. But I, Jerry Rice didn't even win an MVP award. Which is why I just, I, if truthfully, Cooper definitely deserves to be in the discussion and sh- possibly should get votes, but wide receivers just have never won the MVP award. No, things things could change. Absolutely. And only one happens. defensive player has won the MVP award. Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you feel about uh, the defensive player of the year? Whew. Well, I think it's the guy who's about to steal Michael Strahan's sack record, if we're going to be honest with ourselves. But... Yeah, I mean, T.J. Watt, absolutely. What do you think? I'm going to agree with you on that one. Nice. I see old player of the year. I would vote Cup. That's uh, what Oh, offensive player of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely Cup. And old rookie of the year. Uh, ooh, this one might get interesting. Well, he's on my um, fantasy team, so I have a little bias, but Jamar Chase. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think he's, you know, sticking with the same thing with the MVP. Yeah, usually sometimes it goes to most of the time it goes to a quarterback. Mac Jones has been pretty good. Um, I I don't know. I just I definitely well, think it's gonna be Jamar Chase. Let me put it like this. So last year Herbert and Jefferson were the candidates, right? Jefferson, if he was playing this year, would have won it over Mac Jones. Herbert's stats last year were unseen for a rookie quarterback. Mac Jones's just haven't been on that level. Like, haven't been on that Herbert level from last year. Like, Herbert played like a vet last year. Like, a Pro Bowl-level vet. And that's why he won the award. But Jamar Chase is playing like one of the top receivers in the game. Like, all pro-level receiver. So, he absolutely deserves to win it. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you on Jamar Chase. But for the defensive... I mean, we don't, do we even have to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. definitely Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> Micah Parsons, no doubt. And the Giants could have picked him, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining about who the Eagles picked, but <laughs> I'm, I'm completely content with that. Listen, the Giants better nail their top 10 picks next year, both of them, or else I'm going to have an issue. Well, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award will obviously go to a well-deserving person. We don't need to discuss that award right here because it's kind of hard to argue that. But vote Logan Ryan. Um, well, I think that's really all we had to talk about. Jason, thank you so much for coming on to discuss um, the NFL with me today. My pleasure. It's been a great time chatting with you. Hopefully we can record one soon, maybe a little bit before the Super Bowl, a little playoff recap might be fun. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you stayed until the end, I really do appreciate it. Um, well, I'll talk soon. See you guys.